Welcome to On Mic with Jordan Rich, where creative conversation, inspiring conversation is alive and well. Since 2004, an organization called Interize has connected knowledge, know-how, and networks across established small businesses through purposeful research and bold programs that enable small businesses to have greater impact. To me, it's one of the most pioneering and successful nonprofits helping businesses grow and prosper. And it's based right here where the podcast comes from in the city of Boston, interize.org. Using a wide net of mentors, many of whom are alumni, in countless communities across the USA, helping small businesses in a practical way, many of these businesses minority owned. Here to tell the Interize story is a great guy, CEO Daryl Byers. I bumped into Daryl at a local downtown community event. We've become fast friends, and I've invited him aboard to talk about Interize. So let's do it. Let's go on mic. A lot to talk about with you, Daryl, and I appreciate you being here, and it's great to uh, get to sit behind the mic. We've met on a few occasions. Yes, we have. And you have uh, your hands in a lot of very important pieces of pie across the country. Not that you're a big pie fan. Maybe you are. <laughs> I, I'm I a big pie. Not anymore. Let's put it that way. As you grow older, grow older. I know. It's, it, it's too bad. Pie is one of the great things. But we're talking about the economic and business pie, if you will, and the fact that there's so much good that's being done and interizes in the center of it all. So I'm thrilled you're here. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Let's talk about you. You've got a background in public service and nonprofits and goes back a few years. Let's go back, you know, 30 years ago um, uh, this year, I started my nonprofit work at WGBH in uh, Boston, the leading public um, uh, television station in the country. And, you know, what was so important to me at that time is what I realized quickly in working there is that you can affect people's lives by raising money. And that became important to me. The mission of every place I've been has been about changing lives. So whether it's been in higher education at Harvard, Graduate School of Education, or when I served as vice chancellor of UMass Boston, it was all about education being a game changer um, uh, for, for, for everyone. Where does that emanate from, though? I mean, your family background, uh, your values as a young guy, and I'm sure your parents and people in your family instilled some of this. And that's right. Um, uh, I grew up in Springfield, Massachusetts. Um, uh, My parents were factory workers, but they always instilled in me the value of education. They came from a place called Crowley, Louisiana, two hours west of New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And they always wanted to make sure that I took advantage of the opportunities that they that they did not have. And so education was very important to them. So it wasn't a matter for me if I was going to college. It's where I was going to college. Mm-hmm. And that was instilled in me at a very young age. That generation, and that's my parents' generation too, was uh, coming out of the Depression, coming out of World War II, coming out of that whole era. They were so dedicated to us, mm-hmm. and we owe them a great debt, no question about that. And mm-hmm. we're trying to pass it on to the next generation. It's a little more challenging economically, but it's important to remember that they did it for us. Yes, it is. And now, one great thing about my mother in particular was she received her college degree at the age of 60. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so she, you know, wow. she was sitting there in classes with 19 and 20-year-olds and but, you know, she did it and um uh, 
was very proud to attend her graduation. Well, before Interrise, you did a lot of work for Habitat, Habitat for Humanity. Correct. And, uh, mm-hmm. I can't say enough about that organization, having worked a little bit on various projects in the media related to that wonderful group. You were out in San Francisco? San Francisco, Habitat um, for Humanity, Greater San Francisco. Wonderful organization, um, giving chance, a chance for home ownership for people who wouldn't have that chance, especially in San Francisco. When you consider this, that you know, if you if you make a hundred and ten to hundred twenty thousand dollars, you are living below the poverty line. Yeah, it's amazing. A family of four, to live there. and that. So the fact that you can um, uh, have someone buy a home with no interest, no money down, but you're creating generational wealth that they can pass down to their children, and you really start building community. Mm. At that point, you said something a few minutes ago. You said the fuel, if you will, is is raising money. The fuel is the dollar. Mm-hmm. Not to get too philosophical here, but capitalism, when it works well and lifts boats, all of them, is an amazing vehicle. And the money is the way to get there. Tell me about Interrise. What did you know about it before you stepped in to be the CEO? Well, I I, I knew very little about it actually. But what I did know, which was important to me, is that they worked predominantly with minority-owned businesses, established businesses to help them grow. Now, I'm a former small business owner myself. I know the challenges that every small business face, uh, no matter who you are. But it's twice as hard for minority-owned businesses. And I saw that as a, as a being, um, um, have only my own business. And before that, working for another small business, minority-owned small business. The challenges and really not having sometimes the tools, the knowledge, and the network which are needed to grow your business. Well, that's where Interrise has a multitude of programs that we'll touch on here that are really <laughs> very impressive. And I, I use the word practical when I think about you because it's it's not just theoretical. It's the real deal. You're putting people in this, into the maelstrom of the economy with <laughs> good, solid help and information and guidance. Can't say enough about what I've read about it. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the various uh, arms. First of all, Boston is the headquarters. You're the CEO. But... How many branches, if you will, of Interise are there? Sure. We're in 82 communities across the country, including Hawaii and Alaska. And we actually have a program in Bermuda also. Nice of you uh, to have those. I mean, occasionally the CEO might have to go and uh, do a site visit, right? Well, be, let's just say before the pandemic, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was um, living in the plane, well, it, which you know I don't necessarily enjoy. But it's important as part of the job to ensure that we have the funds to continue doing what we do best. So let's talk about some of the programming. The MBA deal is great. I love that. Streetwise MBA Mm -hmm. is something that was created at Interise. And what that is, it's a seven-month program where you walk in the first day and you design a three-year growth strategy for your organization. And usually that's not very good. So... During the next seven months, we meet every other week for three hours each each time, and you have homework that you do. And during that seven months, you learn about marketing, you learn about human resources, how to take care of yourself, how to take care of your employees, how to uh, build your network, and how to understand your financials. That 
the feedback I get, that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. It's amazing. You would think a $5 million organization that walks in the door that they will understand their finances. Many times they don't. But not only understand your finances, but how to access capital. Mm-hmm. So um, to grow your business. So you're going to grow your business, you're going to need more capital to help that grow. Right. So, right. And we have guest experts. We train our own instructors. And we have guest experts that come in from the various industries. I wanted to ask you about the practitioners, about the instructors, because it's putting resources to work in such a positive way. Everyone benefits, including, I'm sure, the practitioners, the, the teachers. Correct. Tell me about them. Tell me about uh, The instructors people. are absolutely amazing people who are committed to our mission. And they come from there a lot of college professors or former college professors, senior executives or you know retired senior executives who really lived what they're talking about. So and they are committed, and we work with about a hundred, and you know some mm. retire, some come back and leave. But we, we we have a training session every year to update them, and about what's going on in the business world, the small business community. But what's amazing is the networking they continue with the with the cohorts they teach. Mm. So the, the 20 people they work with, they will continue to get together for the next eight, nine, 10 years on a regular basis. And, and that's called good business. That's it's Business exactly. is about relationship. And you know that as well as anybody on earth because you're, you're constantly connecting people with other people. That's what makes for success. Um, there are other programs. Why don't we just run down what some of the sure. other programs are? The mm-hmm. Latinx program. Sure. So the Latinx program is really, if you look at the Latino community, it's the fastest growing um, uh, small business creator in the country. And we designed a program specifically geared towards that community, Accelerate Latinx. So it's a streetwise MBA geared towards the Latino community. And we've even taught this program completely in Spanish, in Phoenix, for example. And we do it bilingual. And the feedback that we receive has received has just been phenomenal. The growth that these companies have had um, um, over the last two years when we, when we started it, has been absolutely amazing to watch. As a small businessman myself, uh, a lot of the stuff I've learned over many decades is sort of self-taught out of necessity. I didn't have the luxury or the benefit at the time of getting an MBA. I did go bowling and was a member of the Mass Bowling <laughs> Association, but not the MBA that we're talking about. And the fact that you can offer this service to so many organizations, and they're busy, as I have been, trying to just keep the business going on a daily basis. They don't have time to, well, they don't have the money, first of all, to go to Harvard and get an MBA. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the time to take away from the business. So it, it looks like a perfect equation for success. Well, it's, it's amazing because there are some of our um, uh, businesses that have been to some of the leading MBA programs in the country. And they will tell you what I've learned from Mentorize They've never taught me in business school. By the way, interise.org, I-N-T-E-R-I-S-E.org is the site for people to get information and also to uh, sort of apply for some help. And how does that work when people are hearing this and they're interested in whatever community they're in that you focus on? Sure. Um, uh, A couple of things. Um, uh, First of all, um, we need to raise money. 
to to have these cohorts ac- across. So as we um, uh, bring together bring together pools of money in certain um, uh, cities and certain towns, we we have a list of uh, companies that have applied or that have been given to us. We work with local partners, let's say a chamber of commerce, a university, or whatever, who are aware of some of the um, uh, minority-owned small businesses in that area, and we interview them and see if they're ready to take this next step um, uh, into growing their business. So once again, it's established businesses. So, you know, you guys be in business for at least two years, have $250,000 worth of revenue, and have at least two employees mm-hmm. um, uh, in the business. Okay. So one can um, uh, take the course and then one can run the business. Can you share with this audience and me one or two examples of recent victories in your mind, of recent success stories? Because I love it when we when we bring it down to the human level. Give, give me an example. Sure. Um, um, I, I can think of one business, a, a veteran-owned business. And we, oh, so love we, it. We have, we have a program specifically geared towards veterans, too. That's love been wonderful. It. And I, th- I think I'll only use his first name, John. And he, he's in construction. And one of the things you learn um, uh, in our course, in the Streetwise MBA, is how to win those contracts with anchor institutions. Mm. So he has a business, maybe 15 employees, about 2 or $3 million a year, doing well. All of a sudden, he takes our course. He figures it out. He bids on a contract. And not only did he bid it, he won. So all of a sudden, he has to hire 60 new employees over the next two months, and get the capital to hire those people and grow them. Everything makes sense, and it's people helping people. It's not just big old handouts and grants and things like that. It's it's learning. It's the knowledge that makes the difference. And, you know, that grew into a $15 million business. Wow. He's doing well, but, you know, and, and you bring up a very important point because, you know, we hope and most of these businesses are located in low and moderate income neighborhoods. And think about that. They build their business. They hire from the community. You talk about that generational wealth again. They're able to buy houses in that community so you don't have the gentrification coming Mm, in mm. and taking over. You have people staying in their community, improving the community. They're able to increase their educational opportunities for the first time. Well, it's the bedrock of Mm -hmm. our system is when you can build something with your own sweat and equity, have a little help along the way, and then – as I say, it all comes together for you, but it all comes together for the community. It's just a, it makes so much sense. Is there any uh, interaction with state and local and federal government in the work that Interise is doing? And if so, how does that work? Yeah, so many programs. Um, matter of fact, I can point to we just um, signed a contract with the city of Boston. Um, uh, we have Houston. We do a statewide program in Virginia. I should say most of our funding comes from the Small Business Administration, and the rest come from, from private philanthropy. Mm. But, you know, let's let's look at it. The Boston, for example, as many people know here in our own backyard, that um, uh, procurement for the city has not been strong, about 1%. And we're working with Boston to help improve that. Supplier diversity. How do they um, uh, increase the diversity of the people who do business in Boston? Yeah. And sometimes it's just, oh, we didn't even know or think about that. We didn't putting attention to that. Uh, now, the big question that has to be asked is where we are right now post-serious outbreak pandemic. We're now in the existential stages, if you were, the outer stages, if you were. Did that cause 
an enormous ripple in in your workflow? I mean, tell tell me a bit about what's happened, and has there been an, perhaps a sunny break in there somewhere that Interise can can help out? Well, what I can tell can tell you is, first of all, we pivoted overnight, and we created a program, Small Business Stronger. So it's really um, uh, condensed that streetwise MBA, um, and we can customize it. Hmm. And we started delivering our program virtually. And it could be a week long or um, three months long. And you designed a 90-day survival plan because what was important is these companies weren't coming to us, and these were done for our alums of the program. They weren't coming to us saying, help me get through the next year. They were like, I need to get through tomorrow. Just help SOS right now. SOS right now. So I'm happy to say, you know, the 500 companies that took our course and applied for the PPP loan, we had a 99.9% successful rate for those people. Well, right there and then, that's a huge victory in a, mm-hmm. in a dark time. That's really amazing. So in retrospect, we're looking at a, a people helping people organization here. There's really no quid pro quo. You need to get money to help support what mm-hmm. you're doing. But we started talking about the nonprofits and the public service sector. This is truly a public service that we want more people to become aware of. Correct. And um, uh, we're doing a good job at getting our name out there, um, uh, speaking to our alums, speaking to our instructors. They're helping us get the word out. Um, uh, Jordan Rich is helping us get the word out. Oh, I love <laughs> this. I love it. When I, when I ran into you at a terrific event in downtown Boston on Beacon Hill, which is a beautiful neighborhood, just knew that you were up to something really special and important. That's why I wanted to invite you here. So the best way for people to get information is interrise.org. Interrise.org. So if you're a small business looking for help, Please come to interrise.org. And if you're looking to support an organization that is having a tremendous effect in your community, go to interrise.org and make a donation. Well, sometimes people get frustrated, uh, the general public, and know that there are problems. They just seem to be festering. But there are so many people and organizations like yours that are doing great work that don't get much attention or enough attention. And I'm not suggesting that there isn't a whole lot more work to be done, but I I think it's imperative upon media, hello media, to uh, really do more to promote. So thank you, Daryl. It's great to meet you and uh, hang out with you. And you're also a big baseball fan. We talked about that when we first met. Yes, and they, um, the Red Sox have started taking it on the chin. Well, as we speak, you always have to remember we're taping this during an, the August slide, and when this airs, probably in early September, by then uh, we'll be back on top. He I ha- said with I fingers have faith. crossed. I have faith, believe me. <laughs> well, you know what? If you're a Red Sox fan pre 2004, then you know what struggle is, so that makes you a better CEO, right? Exactly. And, you know, <laughs> you know, keep on trying, keep on trying, keep on trying. Well, the business world, business is life, and life is business in my experience. And uh, there's a certain code of, of success and strength and stick to that's really special about the American small business person. Correct. Whatever color, whatever background, mm-hmm. and we're all in this together. So thank you again for joining us, and thank you for spreading the good word. Well, thank you for having me. Me, It's been absolutely a pleasure to sit here and tell you a little bit about Interise and the outcomes that we're having in the community. For the last 17 years, Interise has helped establish minority-owned small businesses across the country grow their business. And how do you do that, Daryl? We do it through our Streetwise MBA program, a seven-month curriculum that we design that businesses take and they learn about human resources, 
um, uh, financing, uh, marketing, social media, and bring all that together to help them grow their business, followed by peer-to-peer networking, um, where they uh, work with the 9,000 other alums that have taken our course over the last 17 years. Beautiful. I'm going to ask you a few more questions, but that's exactly the kind of answers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give your introduce. I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to introduce interise.org a couple of times, so we're Mm -hmm. going to get that. So it's a Boston-based organization, Mm -hmm. and you're helping. Let's talk about how extensive the network is. Talk about that. Sure. As I like to say, built in Boston, shared with the nation, because we're in 80 communities across the country including uh, Hawaii and Alaska. So we're going to areas, low and moderate income areas predominantly, minority-owned businesses predominantly, um, rural areas in some cases, and helping them. For the last 17 years, Interise has helped establish minority-owned small businesses across the country grow their business. And how do you do that, Daryl? We do it through our Streetwise MBA program, a seven-month curriculum that we design that businesses take and they learn about human resources, um, uh, financing, uh, marketing, social media, and bring all that together to help them grow their business, followed by peer-to-peer networking um, where they uh, work with the 9,000 other alums that have taken grow their business in their community. And what's the secret sauce, if you will? It's really about uh, practitioners, experienced people helping those a little less experienced and, and finding the money to get things done? That's part of it, finding the money to get things done, giving people the tools, knowledge, and know-how to help them grow their business. But also that peer-to-peer networking plays an important role because being a CEO is a very lonely job. So that networking that Interise provides is invaluable for our businesses. Let's do a little one on the uh, Latinx program. Mm-hmm. Uh, you recently started something that's really taking off because the need is there. Latin-based mm-hmm. businesses are huge. Talk about that. Well, correct. Accelerate Latinx, powered by Interise, has been very effective over the last few years as, as working with the Latino community to grow their businesses across the country. And we, we have even done this program in Spanish, completely in Spanish, in Phoenix, which provided a huge boost, boost to the companies who took the program there. And we're spreading it across other areas. We've done it in Philadelphia, Indianapolis, Portland, Houston. There's been some other places we've done it. And all those cities are coming back, bringing it back because it was so popular and so well received. Is it due to happen here in Boston as well? We're trying to raise the money to do that. I've been speaking with a couple of um, uh, other uh, foundations and corporations to launch that program here. And I have a very strong feeling that we'll be doing that over the next year, hopefully. Once again, Daryl Byers, my thanks. He is the CEO of Interize. For much more, just visit interize.org. That's I-N-T-E-R-I-S-E.org. Thanks, as always, to Dan Tebow of Fast Twitch Media, Ken Carberry, and the gang at Chart Productions, where the podcast is produced. And as always, my sincere appreciation to you for not only subscribing and downloading, but sharing the podcast with others. You are the fuel that powers this enterprise. Until next time, this is Jordan saying, as always, be well so you can do good. Take care.